come with me back to the time of the Bible and hear the stories of men and women who fought a giant, led nations, weathered storms, won battles, walked through fire, and watched as God did miracles before their eyes. Hear the stories of God and His people here on Bible Tellers. I am here to tell you a story of faith and courage and of four young men who had believed in God and promised to trust and honor Him all their lives, even when it would have been easier to forget Him. It was a time of great hardship in Israel. Back when the people had come to this country, they had promised to follow the God Yahweh and only worship Him. However, they didn't and Israel was split into two countries, Israel and Judah. Israel in the north had many kings who worshipped idols and led their people astray to worship the Baals. So God sent the people of Assyria to capture them and take them out of their land. Although many kings in Judah still followed God, eventually the hearts of the people turned to idolatry as well and God allowed the country of Babylonia to overtake Judah. King Nebuchadnezzar II led the Babylonian armies to victory and conquered even more land than the Assyrians, including Judah. He destroyed the land, ransacked the towns, and carried away many captives. This is where we find four brave young Jewish boys. Asphanes. Yes, my king. I am in need of new advisors. Choose men from the nobility that are educated, smart, and handsome to serve me. Teach them our language and our ways. They will be under your tutelage. Yes, mighty king. Let's see. You, you, not you. Ew, you, you, and you. They were brought back to Babylon and the king's palace. Four of those men were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Alright, what are you called? Daniel, sir. Daniel? And what are you called? Hananiah, sir. Honiah? Hmm. And you? Mishael. 
I am not even going to try. <sighs> and you are called? Azariah, sir. Goodness me, but Jewish names are strange. No one would be able to pronounce them. Worse yet, the king will not be able to. And he never wants to look foolish. Here is what we're going to do. You, Daniel, you will be called Belteshazzar. And you, Hona, will be called Shadrach. You, me? Who? Me, sir? Yes, me. You, sir? Not me. Me. Yes, you, me. You will be known as Meshach. And you, Azra, will be Abednego. <laughs> oh, yes. Good Babylonians' names. Well done, Ashpenaz. Well done, me. Daniel, are you just going to put up with that? You know these names honor their gods. What would you have me to do, Azariah? We have no power here. Besides, we know who we follow. Just because they change our names does not mean they change our belief in God. Yes, I suppose so. So Ashpenaz trained them for three years. King Nebuchadnezzar assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table for them to eat. Now, the Babylonians ate things that were not lawful for a Jew to eat and they also offered their food up to idols. What is that? Is that pork? We, we can't eat that. It defies God's laws. I'm not touching that. Don't worry, I'll handle this. Master Ashpenaz? Yes. My lord, we cannot eat this food. It is against the law of Yahweh whom we follow to eat such food as this. I am afraid of my lord the king, who has assigned you food and drink. Why should he see you looking worse than the other young man your age? The king would then have my head because of you. Please test your servants for ten days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food, and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. Just ten days? That should not be such a problem for you to catch up quickly. Alright, I will agree to your test. At the end of the ten days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who ate the royal food. So, the guard took away their choice food and the wine they were to drink, and gave them vegetables instead. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds as well. The king talked with them, and he found none equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. So they entered the king's service. In every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king questioned them, 
he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom. Sometime later, King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold, 90 feet high and 9 feet wide, and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. He then summoned the satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the other officials to come to the dedication of the image he had made. The satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the other officials assembled for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up, and they stood before it. Nations and people of every language, this is what you are commanded to do. As soon as you hear the sound of the zither, lyre, harp, and pipe, you must fall down and worship the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Whoever does not fall down in worship will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. Uh, you guys? Yes, I heard. What in the world? That's an idol if I ever saw one. There is no way I am disobeying God this way. Me either. Of course not. We would all die for our faith. That looks to be a certainty today, Azariah. Yahweh is more important than Nebuchadnezzar. Indeed. As Daniel said all those years ago, just because they change our names doesn't mean that they change our belief in God. Be of good courage, men. It's the time to prove it. Here it comes. As soon as they heard the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, and all kinds of music, all the nations and peoples of every language fell down and worshipped the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. As far as the eye could see, people were bowing on their knees to this idol, except for three tall figures. Who are those three men standing there? I do believe it is those Jewish captives, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They are not bowing. I don't understand. They know they will be killed. We must tell the king. The astrologers went and bowed to the king. Yes. What is it? May the king live forever. Your majesty has issued a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of gold, and that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, your majesty. They neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you have set up. What? 
those upstarts. Bring them to me. So these three men were brought before the king. Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve any gods or worship the image of gold I have set up? Now when you hear the sound of all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. You... You Jewish scum! I am the king! I gave you an order! You will not obey? Fine. Guard, heat the furnace twice, three times, no, seven times hotter than usual. Yes, my king. And get your strongest soldiers to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and throw them into the blazing furnace. It shall be done, my lord. These men, wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes, were bound. The king's command was so urgent, and the furnace so hot, that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Hananiah. Mishael and Azariah, and these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. <laughs> now we will see who is God in this land. What? Weren't there? Three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? Certainly, your majesty. Look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth looks like a son of the gods. <gasps> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out. Come here. Look, the fire did not harm their bodies at all. Their bodies? Not even their hair is singed. Their robes were not scorched. They don't even smell like fire. Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command 
and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any God except their own God. Therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be cut into pieces and their houses be turned into piles of rubble, for no other God can save in this way. In Exodus chapter 20, God gives the Jewish people the Ten Commandments. The very first one says, You shall have no other gods before me. And in Deuteronomy 6, God said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah obeyed these commands, even to the fiery furnace, because obeying God was more important to them than their lives. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bible Tellers. New episodes come out each week, so please join us for a new Bible adventure next time.